Hey everybody, it's Pastor Lofs. We are at the last uh, Sunday of our summer preaching series on Singing Our Faith. This is Labor Day Sunday. Uh, and I'm very grateful to be joined by my stellar colleague. Pastor Becca Wolf Freeman. Nice to be with you, Pastor Lofs. Good to be with you too. And the hymn we are focusing on this Sunday is Oh God Beyond All Praising, which is set to the very august tune from Jupiter, a Gustav Holst composition. Mm -hmm. uh, and the reading we chose uh, mm -hmm. to accompany that, to fill that out or the context a little bit, is from Revelation 5, beginning with verse 11. So I'll read that now. Then I looked, and I heard the voice of many angels surrounding the throne, and the living creatures and the elders. They numbered myriads of myriads and thousands of thousands, singing with full voice, worthy is the lamb that was slaughtered, to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. Then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea and all that is in them saying, singing to the one seated on the throne and to the lamb be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. And I feel like I should end with amen. Well, the next verse does. So exactly. So we're, so okay. we're just going to say okay. amen. Yeah, right. that's good. <clears throat> um, so I'm curious, as we were talking a little bit ahead of time, you yeah. mentioned that of the three verses of this hymn, and you had some really interesting history about where this hymn and where this text came from, yeah. uh, and that you were particularly drawn to the first verse. So yeah. maybe you could share a little bit of the background of where this text came from, written uh, by a composer of the century, or, yes. or the century we just moved through, Michael, uh, Michael Perry. Perry, born in 1942. Yes, and he died in 1996, so he was young. He died mm -hmm. suddenly. He wrote this actual text in 1982, which I find interesting. And he was a vicar of Tobridge, I believe it's called, and a canon of Rochester. And he wrote it as a response to a call for alternative words to the song that it had been composed. It was sort of a national song for England. And they called that song, I Vow to Thee, My Country. He was asked to kind of do this to make it a more church-filled, worship-filled song. What I found very interesting is that Princess Diana had this I vow thee to country or whatever in both her, her wedding, her funeral, and in a service 10 years after her funeral. So it's a very well-known song and uh, very cherished by her. I also learned that Pastor Paul Youngdahl may have used it in his funeral and the Michael Perry text. The Michael Perry him. text. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, the one yeah. that's the response to the patriotic one. But yeah, um, that it's allegiance to the Lord God. Allegiance rather than any to any particular country or nationality that we're invited to give our praise to the God beyond all praising. And the whole tune is, I mean, it is hard not to feel like you want to stand a little straighter I know. and breathe yeah. a little more deeply because it's a pretty majestic tune, very moving. It's very moving. I didn't talk to you about this ahead of time, but a couple weeks ago I was at my nephew's Gitsies concert at the end of the yeah. year. And at the yeah, end yeah. of, maybe your kids were in Gitsies, I don't know. But at the end of their performance in the spring every year, they pull all the orchestra people together. They line the aisles and they play this Jupiter piece. With, oh, and it's just wow. awe-inspiring. Like I was in tears, as you can imagine. It's just It just yeah. kind of envelops your spirit, but the whole place in which you're worshiping. And so that was one thing we talked about. It's a very worshipful song. And yep. I think that theme of worship is something that was lifted up in Revelation and is obviously lifted up in the words of this text. So what were some of the phrases that stuck out to you as particularly moving or meaningful? 
Yeah, I thought, oh God, beyond all praising, we worship you today. I just think simply that act of worship or like what is worship and why is it important? I mean, I think especially in our culture today, it doesn't seem like people always revere it as maybe would be helpful because Mm -hmm. it helps us to recognize God is God and we are not. Um, I also was struck we lift our hearts before you and wait upon your word. Hmm. I think we live in a very fast-paced culture that makes us think like the time is now, like maximize each moment. How often do we just wait upon God's word and let God's ways be with us, you know, and let us mm-hmm. go about our lives knowing that we are who we are because God has created us. We live as created beings in this world and all glory and honor. And praise and awe should be given to him. And that same God. verse, following right on that, I'm always struck by, when we're singing, I'm struck by, as I'm singing, for we can only wonder at every gift you send, at blessings without number, mm-hmm. and mercies without end. Mm-hmm. And I'm struck how there's there are strands of the Christian faith that will talk about how we should be um, more obedient, or we should praise God, or mm. we should be grateful. And it's always kind of a should or ought And I think the power of this hymn for me is as you do wonder, as you are struck or caught up with an awareness of how God has blessed you, mercies without end, you don't have to, you don't have to anymore. You just do. Like you can't help it. And I think that's part of the power of gratitude or noticing blessing. That praise isn't now something you ought to do because God needs it. It's something that you want to do because it, it... it reminds me of, I remember being at the Grand Canyon with a, a girlfriend of the time. <laughs> it didn't end up being my, my wife. But I remember, like, it was one thing to be in awe over this site that I'd never seen before. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. And what was even cooler was having someone to say it to. Like, isn't this awesome? Yeah. Like, giving voice to oh, I like that. the wonder. Yeah. And I think that's part of what worship is. It's mm-hmm. it's we aren't only caught up in a wonder, we get to say it. Mm-hmm. And saying it makes it doubly true, like more powerfully true. Yeah. And I think that's part of our experience uh in singing this hymn and ideally uh in worship. Absolutely. I love that, Pastor Lois. I think absolutely. Um there's something just magic or majestic about it. Yeah, it, I think that's gratitude or awe lifts you out of yourself kind of effortlessly. It's not Mm -hmm. about like, think less about yourself. It's like, it doesn't matter as much anymore. Mm -mm. You know, it's reflexive. It just draws you out naturally. And Mm -hmm. so you are caught up in something bigger. Yeah. And maybe that's the antidote to like, you should not think about yourself so much. It's more like, isn't it cool to be part of something bigger than yourself? Yeah. Um, Similar, but kind of in character, a little, a little different. You're so smart, um, <laughs> man. I love that. No. <laughs> no, it's true. No, it, it, I love it all that. prompted yeah. by something you said earlier. Yeah. So it's just fun when you strike on those things. Yeah. So we often close our Gospel Unplugged with a question or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought you had named a really nice one. And so I invite you to share that with our folks. Yeah. I just simply think the question, when have you been moved in awe by God's great love for you? Um, is something to reflect on in our everyday lives. And can be powerful. Absolutely. And we've all had moments, like your Grand Canyon moment. We've all had those moments. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So often we'll do two questions. I thought this time instead of us, it's the it's the last time, so we can I do know. it right. We can do whatever um, we want. No rules. So, this is great. Uh, rather than a second question, instead I'll make it an invitation. So the next time you're in worship, maybe it's the Sunday, maybe it's a Sunday soon. Um, the invitation is to pay attention to what moment in worship, whether singing a hymn or looking at the stained glass windows at Minneapolis or the mm -hmm. gorgeous view at West, mm -hmm. uh, or just being a part of being in a building that's just big, you know, yeah. with the ceilings way, way above you. Um, the invitation to notice a sense of there's something important here. There's something awe inspiring going on mm -hmm. and, and just to notice God's presence in that, in that sense. I love it. So, thank you. So, wherever you are, whether you're streaming or at Minneapolis or at West, we hope you have a moment where you're caught up in the grandeur of the God beyond all praising. And we will see you soon in church. Mm -hmm.